0: There comes a time in everyone's career when our work becomes easier and less stressful. That's good, right? (laughs) Well, not according to our guest. Remember, growth and comfort do not coexist. Let's get out of our comfort zones and see how far we can go. Lindsay Glickstein, who founded Starlicity, which is a talent management and publicity firm specializing in celebrity and influencer talent. She represents talent on reality programs such as The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Big Brother, The Amazing Race, and even The Real Housewives. She has been featured in Us Weekly, New York Magazine, The Cut, Vice, and many more. She has also produced shows and pilots with NBC and Harpo Productions for The Oprah Winfrey Show. She began her career in the entertainment industry in her hometown of Chicago and currently resides in my favorite city, New York. Please welcome Lindsay Glickstein. Let's start off by, Lindsay, you telling a little bit about yourself. I already gave your bio so they kind of know how amazing you are, but um, kind of what you're working on now and how we got in contact with each other. Well,
1: we... Obviously connected through your mom, Tina, who's amazing and she's in the business and she's just a great producer and all around amazing human. So I'm happy that she connected us. And it's just so funny how we have such a similar like career trajectory and we've lived in the same places. And so I love talking to you about your journey and kind of like mentoring you a bit as to what you should be doing and what you want to do and kind of pushing you to do those things. I love
0: that. I mean, you really are a mentor to me, and that's the reason why I brought you on this podcast. Let's talk about where you are in your career right now in the pandemic.
1: Okay. So I'm a talent manager and publicist, and my company is Starlicity. It's primarily talent management. I'm a talent manager, and I'm basically what I do is I represent talent in the reality TV space, as well as influencers, celebrities, etc. So The pandemic's affected everyone and how we've had to do business and pivot and hustle and just kind of figure out like next moves, especially because I rep a lot of television personalities. So a lot of filming and everything else, as you know, has gotten pushed back or postponed. And so it had been a really hard few months in the beginning when no one knew what was gonna happen or like what next steps were as far as like, are we filming or when are we filming? And um, I've been lucky enough that since a lot of my clients are in the reality TV space, they were able to film. Mm -hmm. safely and the shows are out now and airing so we've been just really grateful that that's been able to happen because nobody knew like what was going to happen and obviously we still don't know but at least we're able to like you know provide entertainment what can I say
0: so many businesses, too, have shut down. So the fact that you're still going strong, I mean, that's just incredible. So I kind of want to get right into it um, and the reason why I brought you on this podcast. So, so many people are afraid to really follow their dreams and go after what they want. Um, You started, like me, as a talent agent in Chicago. And then my question to you is, what made you kind of take that risk, take that jump, move to New York City? And start your own company, which has now turned into like this amazing empire.
1: Thank you. That is very nice. Um, So I relocated to New York for a job at an agency. And so I didn't start that. Yeah, I didn't actually start a company when I moved. And I think that one of the things that I can tell you is that had I done it the other way around, I don't know if I would have had the success that I currently have because I feel like I had to figure out like, you know, living in a different place and make more contacts. And it's all about like your relationships, your contacts, et cetera. And I think that being there physically like had really helped me, but it took a number of years because I worked in an agency for two years when I moved from Chicago to New York, And then after that actually went back to casting, which is something that I had been doing before I was ever an agent. Mm -hmm. So what had happened was I built up contacts back in the reality space because when I was in Chicago, I was representing talent on television. So I kind of had to figure out being two years out of it because I was representing print models and it was a division that it was not where my background was and I thought I'd have more ability to work with talent. And it just was a situation where like anyone can relate in the business or not in the business. Uh, to feeling like kind of stuck. And I've heard many people say this, like, oh, I
0: hate my job. Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. So what, because it's scary to take that risk, to Mm -hmm. leave your job, which is a really good job, to take that risk to go off on your own. And you didn't know if you were going to succeed, fail what. So what gave you that motivation to say, okay, this is it. I'm going to take that jump."
1: So... One of the most major things that I can tell you is that I kind of didn't, which isn't the best advice to give, but for me, I didn't sit there and like dwell on it or think about it because the position that I was in, I had left the agency and I was working in casting Mm -hmm. and I was on a project basis with them to kind of figure out, but every like every five minutes I had another project coming in and it wasn't that long of a time span. It was just like, I was doing it and I was doing a good job with it and they were casting the people that I found on these shows. And I just said to myself, you know, this is the time now to do it because I built back the contacts that I wasn't able to work with when I was at the agency. And I was like, I'm just gonna do this. And the worst is gonna happen is it's gonna fail. Oh. <laughs>
0: right in. You didn't even think about it. You just said, I'm going and it's happening.
1: Oh, and trust me, like friends, family, were all like, are you insane? How could you just start a business? You know, nothing about the business side of a business, which I know you and I had talked about. And it's something that when you come from the agency background, you don't realize or any job at all. If you're not the person who's handling the accounting and the like checks and any of these things, you have no idea how to run a business. Like we could be amazing at our jobs in this industry and I feel like it's nothing like you're, you're like thrown into the deep end and you have no idea what to do. You have to know about like W9ing people and all the tax stuff and doing all of these things. And it's crazy. And that's one of the things that was honestly, one of the things that I struggled with because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. So it was kind of a fake it till you make it on the business front. And I love that you
0: said fake it till you make it. i have always been that type of person. If you have the confidence to just go in and do something and believe yourself, other people are going to believe you. Um, So I think that's super important too, because none of us have all the answers, you know, and especially starting your own business. So would you say that you really just learned things as they came and then kind of that confidence came and it kind of grew that way?
1: So on the business front, I feel like I did a lot of that at like after hour times because I was so busy hustling for my clients during the workday that after hours I'd be like, oh no, I I haven't gotten to those like 10 invoices that I have to do. So that's when I would like do the catch-up work because to (laughs) me that was catch-up work. But unfortunately, that's how you get paid. And so you have to do that stuff. It's long, long hours, obviously. I literally like anyone who works with me or is a client knows that I work 24 seven. I am married to my job and it's just, How I choose to live like it's not how everyone chooses to live and it's not for everyone Um, and it's not always easy and there's, you know, you get very close to people and The relationship side of this is very difficult because it does become somewhat personal, even though it is business, especially when I am so close with the clients that I represent and I am so hands on with every single part of their career. Mm-hmm. so it's a matter of like finding people who are loyal and you know my sense of loyalty is like probably too loyal <laughs> but um I'm not someone who's gonna like go poach other people's clients that's another and that's why thing. you're so
0: successful so what is your biggest advice to somebody who wants to start their own business
1: well I definitely think that figuring out doing what I did is probably not the right move Um just some um, doing it and seeing what happens But I think that if you have the experience and you kind of prepare yourself and you know, especially now, if you asked me this question now, like would I start my own business in a pandemic? Like I would not. Advice to someone who's going to start now, I would say if you're going to do it now, that you should prepare and you should do your research and you should figure out in whatever industry that you're in, what it is that you can do and find something that you could do differently.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You said that, you wouldn't recommend what you did, but
0: I kind of feel opposite because I've always been the type of person that says start before you're ready, like jump in. And if if you're going to fail, you know, you'd rather try than not try
1: at all. So it's true. I think-, I think it depends. Like if you're unemployed, then I would say like, go for it, go do it, do your thing. But now in a pandemic, when nobody knows kind of what's happening in the world, Gosh. it's very scary to think of just like starting a business from scratch now. No.
0: Nah. Right. And look, now your company is growing. You have other, you know, you found a way to get people to do the things that maybe aren't your strongest, but it takes time to get there. And you learned along the way. And I just look up to you for taking that risk because seeing what you've made and you've created now is just mind boggling to me. I mean, it's incredible. It really is incredible. And you have huge clients from The Bachelor to The Real Housewives, you know, all of our favorite people. Um, and they trust you because. You know what you're doing. You've been doing this forever, even though you're so young. Um, and you just are the best of the best. You really, really are. Okay, so now we're doing the final segment. It's called Let's Make Waves, a.k.a. Spilling the Tea. This is going to be a flash round where I want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind when I ask you a question. No filter. Dive head first. Let's go. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Let's
0: okay. a celebrity you ever met?
1: George Clooney. What? You did not meet him. I met him in the red carpet at the Golden Globes. And actually my whole family was there. And they've never seen me like speechless like that. And I, something came over me and I like couldn't even speak, it was (laughs) crazy. (laughs) And I've met so many people and it never affects me at all. And they're just like normal people, but I I don't know, something about him just.
0: (laughs) I've only been speechless with one celebrity. And it was when I was in LA, I met Brody Jenner. At, the, like, at a club in LA and I, I couldn't speak. I don't know what came over me, but I just like couldn't speak. Okay, keep going. Most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you at work?
1: I'm trying to think, hmm, what's happened to me at work? I mean, there's been times where I've like called the wrong person over the years and had to like, <laughs> be like, oh no, you booked that. Oh, wait, it's not you. Or, <laughs> do you want I mean, like try or do you have to like I don't know <laughs> I mean I think that happened many years ago and uh-huh. I was just like oh god I have to fix this immediately that, that oh, happened that-
0: they have the same
1: name and you call them and you think it's yeah. that person, and then you're like wait yes it was one person with the same first name and I was like oh wait and we had a computer system that like pulls it up and it pulled up the wrong thing and then oh was- my god but other than that there's not much like I don't know. I'm sure there's plenty of things I'm not thinking of.
0: (laughs) What item you cannot live without?
1: My phone. I am attached to my phone.
0: If you could trade places with one living person on the planet, who would it be?
1: I think this is going to sound bad, but I was always told not to want to walk in somebody else's shoes. So I think that there's obviously things we all want that we don't have, but I'm pretty happy with myself and the way that I am right now. So
0: amazing. That doesn't sound bad at all answer or anybody could ever say so
1: that's amazing I feel like sometimes you think that somebody's life is so perfect and it's not always the way it appears so I think that oh, you kind true. of the
0: most important thing is to be happy with yourself so mm-hmm. that's amazing um greatest single achievement in your career
1: definitely starting my business I'm just very grateful of what I've been able to build and do and I hope it continues celebrity crush George Hooney, sure <laughs> This is my
0: favorite one. Biggest splash you've ever made in the industry?
1: Biggest splash I've ever made in the industry. Um, I guess leaving the agency world. And well, first of all, I guess there's a, a multiple parts to it. But A, moving to New York and working there and just like getting out of being a big fish in a small pond in Chicago. Um, and then moving there and then starting my business. I think people really like... It was amazing, I know that, you know, when I did the backstage um, opportunity, they had me speaking on a panel for backstage and there were thousands of people on there and, a huge percentage of them were actors and hosts and people that I represented in Chicago. And they were just like so proud of everything that I've done. And they've been following my career. And I just had no idea that these people even thought of me or looked at anything. It was a and a full
0: circle moment for you. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us today. I love you. You are such an inspiration to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then where can everybody follow you?
1: Um, So you can follow me on Instagram. It's Starlicity, um, P-R-N-Y, S-T-A-R-L-I-C-I-T-Y, P-R-N-Y. That is the main place to follow me because that's where I actually post all my clients um, and kind of what they're doing and all of that. So if they're on a new show or a show's airing a certain night or they do, you know, a brand deal, a partnership that goes on there or anything else. So follow me there
0: amazing well you are so fabulous
1: and I hope to see you very soon and in person as soon
0: as this is all over we have to get drinks and I need to come to New York you do and take you to my favorite restaurant
1: thank
0: you. Um, well I love you and have a good night everyone thank you